Yo, what up everyone? It's Once Worldwide. We got Josh Vides, yep. myself, and a special guest today, Dominic the Sioux Surgeon. How's it going? Let's go. Your space is amazing. Thank, Thank you for uh, allowing us to do it here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming by. Dude, um, congrats if you guys, on This you. is amazing. This space is really sick. I can't wait for everyone yeah. to check out the, the, the roll. When, when did you like make your first one? My first shoe? Yeah, like, you know. What, or like, what was it? When was it? My first custom shoe was uh, airbrush, airbrushed Air Force One all white mid top with like model paint, so it didn't even stay. But it was yeah, like yeah. I airbrushed. It was all camouflage, like your jacket. Yeah, and uh, that was like the first one. I was sixteen. Oh, fuck, sixteen. Where did you grow up? Uh, Northern California, so the Bay Area. Nice. Um. Sorry, I, I was super off topic. So basically, the way we do this is we start from the beginning. I was yeah. just kind of interested, in, like the first one. <laughs> yeah. um, usually we do just like, you know, like beginning to now. Um, so yeah, it's like, we'll start off with obviously where you're born and raised yeah. and kind of, you know, what it was like growing up in that area until obviously you made the move here, you know? I was born in Orange County actually. Okay. But I, you know, my parents moved up when I was not even one years old and we, uh, my dad got a job in Petaluma, California, so we were living in Santa Rosa. Um, grew up there. And Shit, that's just where those fires happened, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. wild. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. Mother-in-law lost her house. Ton all tons of my friends lost their house. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so you were there, and then I mean, what were you playing sports at the time? Like, yeah, it was growing. Well, as at a young age, I started playing soccer, and then um, very young age, I was always just making things whether it was late messing with legos yeah. or um, making forts in the backyard i would rearrange my room like <laughs> like interior decorating style like repainting it and make i always loved clothes yeah. at a young age and i'd like make sure my closet was i guess a rotating closet yeah. it's weird shit but yeah, i mean that's, that's what i started very you had a rotating closet yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fine <clears throat> Um, that's dope. When, what, like, what was your introduction into like sneaker culture? Like, how did that begin? The introduction to sneaker culture was definitely high school, uh, freshman year. Where did you go to high school? I went to LCL in high school up in the Santa Rosa. Nice. Um, and I had an older brother. He was two years older than me. He was he was like the cool kid, jock, played sports with everyone, knew everyone. And I was going in as a freshman and I just, you know, I, I knew my brother and his friends a little bit, but I didn't know what to expect. And uh, my cousin let me wear her original 1985 Chicago Jordan 1s. And you know, at that time, I'm just like, oh, these are just shoes. Yeah. And I wore those to, to high school and like all my brother's friends, like everyone, cool kid was like, damn, what are, those are dope. Where yeah. did you get those? And I was just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. I didn't have to say anything. I was just wearing these dope shoes. Were you already dressing in, in a specific way? You know, like... I mean, even in middle school, beginning of middle school, I was always just um, about, you know, trying to dress different. Like, yeah. we couldn't wear blue and red or yellow, yeah. so it would be, like, about wearing orange. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, shit, he had a rotating closet. So <laughs> I'm sure he's dressing fresh as fuck. Like, no, yeah, I mean, like, what do you wear? It's, like, it's, like, Stussy and, like, or, you know, what was, like, what was your fit, you know? Man, what was it? Honestly, back in... Uh, Middle school, because all we could afford was, I mean, which was still funny, but it was like Marshalls. Yeah. So you find the old dad as 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Status Supremes. The I remember sharpening those in middle school, orange. Like, I mean, that was the first shoe I ever Yeah, that's my. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. 
So high school happens. Um, you're into sneakers now, kind of heavily. Like, no, not really. But first it was the Jordan One, and then it was oh, like now I'm gonna wear my brother's Jordans. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. fit me, and you know the shoes never fit properly because no one knew the real size in high school. Yeah, and then. Um, then I got into sneakers like sophomore year, then I was like buying sneakers. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a plug in high school that we can get the Jordans early. Yeah. And so I'd get Jordans early, wear them to like a Foot Locker before they came out. <laughs> like, damn, we can, like, where'd you get those employees? Just flex on yeah, I flex without saying anything, like the biggest <laughs> grin on my face. And then, uh, and then all my friends had the same shoes. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. So that's, sure. that's when it just was like, went home and I always was doing something artistic and yeah. that's when I picked up the airbrush, painted the pair, went to school next day, people were like, where'd you get these? And yeah. I made them and I was like, oh, it clicked, even at a very young age, like this you knew you had, so, Yeah, you knew yeah. you had something. For sure, all that attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in high school, like, you know, that's like dating a super hot chick or some shit <laughs> and everyone finds out that day, you know? Yeah. Um, I got best dressed in high school. That's so. a flex. <laughs> <laughs> the outfit was horrible in the photo, but did you uh, did you have a job in high school? Yeah, it was, the first job was working at like a sports store in the mall. And that's nice. how we got our Jordan Connect. Yeah, like we would gift them, oh, gift yeah. them uh, jerseys and yeah. then get us Jordan. Jordan. Pretty smart. Yeah. So smart. you graduate high school barely. Um, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking two point one. I graduated. <laughs> Um, I'm two points. You go to you go to college. Uh, I never. Well, I took a couple classes, like one. I mean, it was one of those things where I thought I was supposed to go to college, like everyone else, or and went went to the first day and then left. Yeah, like, yeah. Before it ended. what uh, what school? Santa Rosa JC. Okay. And yeah, even like I tried to take a sewing class. Yeah. And I was just like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, you're like, YouTube can get me, right? Or like, you yeah, we didn't have YouTube yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's crazy, yeah. Well, we probably did, but it wasn't near as pop as it is now. Yeah. So you find out school wasn't your shit? Like, what's the next move? I uh, moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, because my family moved out there. And okay. I helped my grandma move out there, and I, I, I don't know, it happened to be Charlotte. And going out there, like... And then I was like, I was always in the malls at the time, mm -hmm. so I'd go drive to every mall. <clears throat> and in Charlotte, there's like the craziest mall that has the most expensive shit, and then the most hood mall yeah, yeah. that you can get anything. Like yeah. A mall and like F mall. <laughs> yep. So it was dope to see that. And then in, the, in between where you actually go and there's a kiosk of people airbrushing shoes. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have that out in <clears throat> uh, Northern California, so that was just like, damn, this is dope. Yeah. But then they were doing like airbrushing and painting. I was like, I mean, I was already, I didn't like it because I wasn't the best painter. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need to figure out how to progress and to do something else. So moved to Charlotte. Then I started working at like a Harris Teeter. It's like a Safeway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then I had. It was funny though, because when I moved out there, I had a SoCal tattoo. Even mm -hmm. though, even though I grew up in Northern <clears> California, <throat> yeah, everyone had like, the, like the logo. Oh, or, man, oh. Yeah, <laughs> everyone had the Nor NorCal tattoo yeah. up here. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna be different. <laughs> I was born in Orange County. I yeah. got a SoCal tattoo. That's tight. And then I'm in the, in the mall at, in Charlotte, and I there's a No Fear store over yeah. there. It was different. Like we didn't have it in Northern California. Yeah. And there was like T-shirts that had SoCal, the same exact like script. I was like, fuck. And then I got a job there just randomly because yeah. I was going up the elevator. The manager's like, "Yo, you could be my assistant manager." Yeah. I was like, "Fuck, I'd rather be in a mall than yeah. you know." I was, that was 
grocery store. Yeah. And then, um, just being on the East Coast, or I mean, it's the South, but then being able to, you know, travel to another state, like mm -hmm. a couple Pretty hours away, yeah. was just amazing to yeah. me. Like California is California, yeah. and there's a lot of nothing in between. Yeah. And in one time, I drove up to New York City. Uh, I was 19 years old, and it was just like the most inspirational trip ever. Sure. I ran into Pharrell Williams at the vape store, and he was like my idol at the I, time. Yeah, um, that's it. And after that trip, or during that trip, in our the most expensive hotel room in Times Square, the smallest room, right? Yeah, it was so tiny. And uh, we came up because it was me and my friend at the time, and my brother, and we were trying to figure out like what our name was. Like what? Like what are we gonna call ourselves? It was like an alter ego. It wasn't a brand. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, what do we do with shoes? You cut them apart. What do, you know? And it was, and it happened to be shoe surgeons. Yeah. With yeah. the money sign and a Z. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so the point when you started the transition from like you know working from some for someone else into like creating what it is today, shoe surgeon. Uh no, it was more. I mean, was like the beginning, I was always, the very beginning of it. Yeah, like conceptually, the, I guess that was like the beginning of like the yeah the brand. I guess you want to say it, but it was just like yeah, starting to brand it and like like call it something. Yeah. So it was you, your homie, and your brother. All three of you guys were like doing them individually, or like kind of like yeah, conceptualizing like together. Like uh, my brother was just came for the trip yeah. to, to New York City, um, but my friend was you know kind of design trying to design with me and hand painting. Yeah. But shortly after that, um, he moved back from Charlotte and kind of had a falling out, and uh, it was just me. So then, it, yeah, I was the shoe surgeon. Drop the Z. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what years? Is money this is like the internet happening yet? Like, the internet's barely happening. You know, they had the Nike Talk. It's still dial up. Very forum based. Yeah, very forum based. There wasn't really great photos to look at. And that's where you were kind of like putting your work. No, uh, no, no. No, this was, I wasn't putting anything out there. I was kind of taking in at the time. I went to like a Borders or whatever, like a, a, a bookstore. Yeah. And there was like a Sneaker Freaker uh, book. Mm -hmm. And it was like a, the one of six. It was the first one of six book, so it was a thick one. Yeah. And I was, you know, looking through everything, reading everything. It had like Mark Smith from Nike, all of his lasering stuff. It had customizers, which, you know, I didn't know existed in, in the back of the book. And most of them were like painting, but some of them were like, I guess reconstructed. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, damn. There's like one of those, and there's all painted ones. The painted ones were still dope, but it's like, no, I want to do, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. And then in North Carolina, I it was about finding how to do that. Yeah. So I randomly went to a Tandy leather uh, factory. Yeah. Which is a huge leather spot in the United States. Yeah. Like, um, big chain, but I went in there, and they had leather everywhere, tools and lasering stuff yeah so like you know i saw the nike stuff lasering is everything just like damn like i didn't know leather existed mm -hmm. so i grabbed a bunch of leather stuff brought it to a in a, a vans uh chukka at the time and uh brought some pieces and asked the shoe repair shop just randomly went to a shoe repair shop yeah and asked them to sew it together like this picture it was just like a Vans swoosh on the side that i lasered and some other detailing and they did it and it just was like, oh, well, they can do it. I can figure For it out. For sure. Yeah. Did it look clean, like the, the outcome of it? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was at its time, it was, it was it was clean, but at its time, it was like it, 
stuff like that wasn't being done. Yeah, it was just sure. ahead of its time. Yeah. Do you still have that shit? No, these, these two kids have it out there. Someone sold it to them and they're trying to sell it back to me for rape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> How much? Man, I reached out to, uh, it happened like actually, I'm up in here three years. It happened like five years ago, I was trying to buy a bag and it yeah. was like 500 bucks. I was like, no, I'm gonna do that. Maybe yeah. now I yeah. will. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I'll probably read it. I don't mind their house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually I'll talk to you that. after this. Um, word, so you get that and then, you know, what's what's the next step? I did that and that wasn't really happening in Charlotte. It was like the painted Air Force Ones, rhinestones and just like, I never saw the Louis Vuitton. Well, yeah, the, the Gucci swooshes and all that. Then yeah. like the knockoff Air yeah. Force Ones with that as well in the, in the malls. Uh, then I moved back to Northern California and started searching out shoe repairs mm -hmm. because we didn't really have shoemaking and that was like my introduction to everything. Yeah. So the first shoe repair shop I would, came back to, I said, hey, I want to learn about machines. I'm, you know, 19. And the guy was like, fuck you, get out of here. Like, you're going to yeah. take all my business. Yeah. It was a crazy old guy. And it was just like, I got pissed. I was just like, I, I didn't understand that why someone would act like that. Yeah. Did you get like super discouraged? Like, what am I, did you like question yourself or were you just like... No, no, the same day I went to another shoe repair <laughs> shop. I, mean, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. People can say fuck off and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I went to the next, next guy and he was just kind of like, I mean, shoe repair guys are fucking old mostly. Yeah, traditional. And, and busy. Yeah. For sure. And like, it's not the best job in the world. They're sniffing glue and ma making $5 or $15 on a pair of heels. Yeah. yeah. So the second guy was just busy. He was, you know, talk, he talked a little bit, but he was just so busy that it was just like, cool, whatever. So I kept getting turned down. And then finally I went to Windsor, California and met Daryl Fazio, who was, uh, I went in there and I just said, hey, I want to learn. Yeah. And he was just like, kind of like, oh, what the fuck is this kid? I said, I want to know about the machines and this and that. He's like, oh, he just wanted to talk. Yeah. Like, he liked talking, so yeah. it was perfect for him. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, this is a machine that can, you know, help you sew on top of a shoe. I was like, cool. I was like, well, you know, I want to get it. He helped me find the place and everything that I needed to do to buy it. And then I was, I asked him, I said, hey, I want to learn from you. I want to come and like learn more. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you could be a liability. Uh, that was kind of, you know, dis discouraged at that time, like, fuck, yeah. you know? Yeah. You thought you had it. Yeah. yeah. You were smooth, but then, yeah. Like, yeah. But the next day, I literally went back and, like, watched from the other side of the counter and kept watching, you know, doing anything, like, oh, you want to take out your trash? Like, yeah. I just wanted sure. to learn it. You just didn't take no for an answer. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Ever. Someone tells me no. If someone tells me no, it's gonna happen. If I yeah, ask, yeah. ask you something, it's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I feel you on that. <laughs> what's uh? How are you like surviving? Like what's at that time? Yeah, because you moved back. To, you said you moved back to Cali, and you hadn't. You probably haven't been making no. much money like selling custom shoes. Yet. No, I wasn't. I, it wasn't it, even in the beginning. It wasn't about selling it. Like I made so many for friends and just sending them, giving them to friends, and yeah. gifting them to like DJs at the time. Yeah. And it wasn't about money, I just wanted to get my yeah, shit out okay. there. Yeah, for sure. It was hard, it was a transition later on, even taking money from anyone in exchange for some reason, it was hard for me to get over taking money. Because it's your art, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a weird, I've, yeah, I've thought The other that thing too. is like, how do you put a price on that? You know, like, yeah. 
I don't know. I'm sure at this point you've oh, probably yeah. done yeah. thousands, but it's like you know. I'm sure you. Think, <laughs> I'm sure you think about you know that, that there's some pairs that I I would say do you think are like more elevated than the others or you know like. It's just weird. How do you put a price tag on that? You know. Yeah, it's also it's like nothing's ever good enough. So for it's not sure. good enough for me. Why would it be good enough for someone yeah. else? Then I've learned that my the, what I see is different from yeah. what others see. Yeah. You look at it from a different lens. Yeah. Like you're like diving in deep compared yeah. to someone who just thinks that, you know, they don't know any better. Exactly. So what, like, so you said you'd like start learning from the guy, you know? I start learning more shoe repair, which is like, um, he did, he fixed a lot of red wing boots, mm -hmm. so changing boot soles. Yeah. Um, That's dope. Just fixing like purses and bags and high yeah. heels and like basic shoe repair shit. And then I was just like, yo, what if I do this? And I bring bands and fucking started putting boot soles on bands yeah. this was like 22 years old um, but I was still you know what I was doing for I was hustling at a young age and then I was also working at a gym at the time okay. yeah. um, just like a check-in yeah yeah you know? I hated jobs and I could never get like I never filled out an application yeah I don't think ever I would only get a job if like I Some knew set. someone yeah you know for sure that's funny so what um like it, does the internet start kind of bubbling now and Not you kind of start no. so how are you you're just experimenting like inside of these walls with this guy yeah and it like, sounded like you were just soaking up game just being like a yeah. sponge and at what point did you like decide like yo i'm ready to take this to the next level and you know apply everything that you've learned well i had i bought the machine that he suggested i got so i had one at home and then i also had the ability to go into the shoe repair shop and yeah. Either have him do it or have him teach me how to do it or, you know, utilize all the machines there to, to do things. So then, yeah, what happened? I mean, we had Facebook at the time, but I think that's what, like, when my I was just... MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. But when I really started, it was, like, that's when Instagram started. Yeah. yeah. And literally Instagram, you know, kick-started the business. Yeah. But even before Instagram, actually... I was just making stuff. I had a WordPress, a shitty WordPress. Yeah. Um, and it was more about networking. Yeah. It was like I uh, went to Black Scale in San yeah. Francisco because um, they were that was a shit, you know. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Mega. Yep. I was just like, damn, this is dope. And then I went in there one time and they had a collaboration with Android Home. The, sh the sneaker and I was just like I've never seen anything yeah. like this. Yeah. Damn, like, I remember this time. Yeah, it was like $220, which is a lot of money. Maybe, I don't know, between two and $300. And, which was like not super high-end, but it wasn't like, yeah. you know, like $80 Nike at the time. Yeah. So I was just so inspired. I was like, damn, this is dope. Like, Android Home, I never heard about it. They were down in LA. But I I was on Facebook, yeah. found the, the owner, reached out to him, reached out to him. Cause I don't, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't care if anyone turns me down. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather just try anyway. Yeah. So I reached out to him and said, Hey, I'm fascinated by design. Like I want to learn design. Yeah. And he said, well, what if you moved to LA and got or an intern for us? I said, that'd be dope. But I, I never ended up moving just cause I was so comfortable up there. Yeah. But then I built that relationship and mm -hmm. he hit me up randomly like, yo, you want to do shoes for the VMAs? I said, and at the time I was like, cocky and just kind of like young and dumb like so you should have showed him your work obviously yeah facebook you know yeah, yeah posting yeah. shit on facebook <clears throat> and yeah, so it was facebook they yeah. really got stuff stuff started mm -hmm. uh, and yeah he just hit me up he needed something quick to style will i am at the vmas 
Um, so I finished them. What was the shoe? It was one of his shoes, an Android Home Propulsion okay. High. Yeah. And it was like all pink. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was crazy. But it was, it was, I was just cocky. I was like, this is cool, whatever. Yeah. Wait, wait, did you accept it? Did you accept yeah. it? At first I was going to be like, why do we want to make this guy's shoes for the VMAs? Like, it wasn't like, hey, milk. I'm gonna. I want you to make shoes for Will. I am. Yeah. I thought he was like asking for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Does it makes sense. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, man, I'll do it. Made it for him. Finished him one night. Drove him straight down to L.A. from the base, like seven hours. Yeah. And delivered them. And then, while I delivered them, he was meeting with Justin Bieber stylist. Mm-hmm. Then I met with Justin Bieber stylist, um, you know, randomly, and they, we switch contact information but not for like six months later they hit me up and he started going on tour a lot yeah so then they hit me up like hey we want shoes yeah is this when instagram was like fully running now that was be- actually this is still before this is pre-instagram still yeah mm-hmm. it was facebook and then you know i started doing stuff for beaver and then i was building my wordpress and at the same time like uh Law and Order SVU contacted me. That's <laughs> <laughs> three right. emails from my WordPress. <laughs> yeah, it was random. And they're like, hey, we want shoes for the show. And, you know, this is just me at the time by myself, like trying to make art. But then it had to be like, oh, you got to figure out how much to charge. Yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah. And it's like my mind's going in circles. Yeah. And uh, actually, I got paid pretty good for that job. Yeah, so you made shoes for the like people on the show. Like for one, it was like the main. They were the shoes used by the murderer in the in the in the show in the show. Oh shit! Oh, that's wow. They wanted fucking custom shoes for the dead dude on the show. <laughs> well, the guy that killed no, the murderer. Murder, murder, murder. The murderer. Yeah. Because oh, it was wow. it was like the the episode was called Personal Fouls. Uh-huh. I'm about to watch this. Yeah, episode. I know. <laughs> it's pretty dark. It's, you know, all SVU yeah. is pretty dark, yeah, yeah. but it was dope to, like, see the shoe. Yeah. And it was, like, um, it was, like, a basketball, so this guy played, he was, like, the star basketball player, like a Kobe Bryant, and he was, his cousin had, like, they were coming out with their own shoe, and oh. made the shoe, and it was, like, a, it had his logo, Prince Miller, his <laughs> name was, and his cousin was wearing the shoes, they murdered some kids, yeah. and it, it was literally, like, a, a footprint. Yeah. Cause I built the whole sole on the bottom and this, yeah, That's that was crazy. So that happened at the same time. I made 15, I made like $15,000 one month at 24. That was crazy for me. Yeah. It was gone the next month for yeah. sure. I was like, Oh, this is going to keep happening. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what's going on. How long until that, until like, like shit starts moving and like shit starts becoming consistent and like, you know, you start getting hit up left and right. And was it like a, like a, was it like just gradual growth or was it like certain moments that like propelled you to like no so what happened was i'd do that and then it was like so cool but i was getting contacted by justin Bieber's fans at the time he was 15 years old so who are his fans yeah yeah like oh you want to buy this i'm telling him like even just 500 dollars like, yeah. what yeah supers yeah. are 80 dollars yeah, yeah, yeah and i was like i've had tons of emails yeah I responded to everyone uh so after like Bieber and the Law and Order thing, I would get some Bieber stuff here and there, and then maybe a couple other like stylist stuff. But then it was it was slow, so it was like depressing. Like for sure, you're making money, and then you're just slow for like a year, two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was just like what the fuck. I was still tinkering around and doing what I was doing, like yeah. putting bands out there, putting boot sole bands, getting a little bit of sales through friends and yeah. things, and then 
And then I, is that when I made, yeah, I think that's, no, before that, I kept just doing boot soles on vans and different stuff. And then I started, uh, and then one time I made a pair of all black Python bread Jordan 4s mm -hmm. for a friend down in LA. She worked for Supra. Joy Claire. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joy's tight. She was like, yo, I was like, yo, what's your favorite? This was years ago. I was like, what's your favorite pair of Jordan? She's like, the bread Jordan 4s. I was like, all right. I just happened to have black Python. Made this shoe for her, put it on Instagram. I mean, it blew up. And it like, it literally started a Python Jordan epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then there's other customizers that were doing it. And it was just, it, it became a business. It became a industry, like yeah. instantly. Tons of orders right away. This and this was, you know, a few years after the whole Beaver stuff. And we got tons of orders. Like, I'm selling shoes at 500, and I mean, you're losing money if you do that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, that's what Thanks. you do. <laughs> and fucking hundreds of orders. And there's a lot of money. Like, I take people's money. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it was then, and it was still just you. It was just me. And then it was like, fuck, I need to find help and. Luckily, at the time, I started dating my wife, and she was creative and can make things, so then she started helping me. Sick. She would work full-time, her <clears> job, <throat> like, at 5 in the morning, and then after work, she'd come and, like, help me. Yeah. And she would help support, because the money that I was making was kind of just yeah. leaving quick. Yeah. I mean, you spend it on materials and, for yeah, sure, you know, sure. whatever. And that shit takes time. Is it hard to get Python? Uh... Yeah, where do you find Yeah, I was just like thinking, that. like, where do you find, like... You can get it. I mean, it comes from all over the world. I just ordered a 24-karat gold alligator from <laughs> Italy. <laughs> so tight. <laughs> That's insane. So but you're just, like, going on the internet, like, typing be, in, like, I want, like, Yeah, there's probably different on, ways like, to get what The you further get, I got into sure. the industry, the more people I met from just, like, traditional shoemaking. And yeah. that's where, I mean, that's kind of what I my focus was like how I love sneakers and I've always wanted to figure out how to hand make sneakers yeah not fucking dress shoes not boots I mean I like boots but it was it was more sneakers because that's how I got my stuff yeah. I started collecting the Jordans in high school and then after high school I had some SBs and then you know I moved on to try to figure out how to make stuff yeah wore a lot of bands but I wanted to figure out how to hand make the most high quality sneaker like in a tr it's basically Deconstruction, reconstruction mixed with traditional shoemaking. Yeah. And that's where the quality has gone and still it's not still not good enough. It's not even it has a long way to go for me. It's wild. But um Yeah. What happens after the fours, the pythons? Now you're like, fuck, this is a thing. Yeah, we got so yeah. many orders. I got to keep like, going. Well, no, I was like, fuck, I hate this. Because as an artist, you're like, you want to make something once or you're and then, lazy and don't want to work. For yeah. sure. I don't know what it is, but I was just like, no, I just do it once and like be done. Yeah. And I had to overcome some, the artist business side and just suck it up and take on these orders and either do a great job or piss people off by making something shitty. Yeah. Um, so I, I started my business by trial and error, which I wouldn't suggest anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rare. <laughs> um, so that was, I mean, that was probably where, where the eyes now were on you, you existed. And then it was like, From all right, I got to start. Yeah. Just keeping just the momentum consistent. going and being consistent. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was 
much more consistent. Um, you start finding people to help you. Not yet. I mean, it was much more consistent, and then that's when I became friends with John. Uh, a few year, few years later, Geiger. Get John Geiger. Oh. And then I kept hit. He reached out to me to because I was also doing like this rubber dipping stuff. I was dipping bands in rubber, like you know, I just want to create art, not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking just shoes. Experimenting. Like, yeah, I was experimenting. Like Python shoes were going everywhere, Jordans, and I was like, no, I want to fucking do something. Yeah, yeah. So I started dipping bands in this rubber. It was super dope. Um, and then he hit me up. He was like, yo, what if I did a, you know, what if I sent you a pair of Jordan fours to dip it in? Yeah. Right. So I dipped it and he posted it. That went crazy for him. I never saw those. Oh, this is so long ago. Yeah. I can't even believe ago. that is like everything feels like ago, a dream. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think about the past. I think about what's gonna happen. For sure, now. that's exactly how I am, bro. Like I think like it's almost like did that even happen? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> does it even matter? Like no. <laughs> doesn't matter. Like that shit's crazy. Dope. So then I kept he was getting shoes made by someone else, and then I kept bugging him like, yo, I want to make you something. And he's like, all right. He had these two ideas. Um, you know, one of them happened to be misplaced checks. Yeah. Uh, he wore it to like an agenda show, and that blew up even that that blew up custom sneakers in even general. more. general, yeah. And it was sure. like a more affordable um, custom sneaker because mm-hmm. I mean redoing a whole shoe in Python is expensive. Yeah. yeah. So you know, and like he was telling us he had the Nike plug, so he was getting him like. Oh yeah, he, was <laughs> he, he said that in like one of our earlier episodes. Yeah. So he was saying he was going like to outlets and like ordering them online from Nike ID and doing his thing yeah that shit's crazy and that helped that helped just spark the industry even more even through mine and his relationship and like at first we put it out there or he was you know agenda and he got it to the the, the blogs and they just picked it up and it went viral yeah I remember that. and then they hit him up like hey you should release this he hit me up he's like yo you want to release these and i was like fuck <laughs> no <laughs> you know? you're like trying to like the success is like holding back your creativity yeah. you're like fuck I don't want to do this but like the money's there it's a I good mean, opportunity it's your work being appreciated yeah yeah the money wasn't there it was cause I I didn't know how to like okay well if I spend this amount of time on it or I spend this much on materials I need to charge this amount I never knew yeah. any of that yeah, yeah so I was losing a lot of money for the longest time yeah but I was still getting it out there and I would yeah. do anything just to keep going forward. Yeah. So we did that. The first release was 25 pairs. And then, I mean, he kept killing it. And then um, it was literally me and my wife out of my parents' garage making misplaced checks. Damn. Um, but I, I just had, I've collected so much leathers over the time. And I feel like that's how that, that whole thing happened so well as well because he had the idea but you I, had had, a, I had so many materials that was also able to just bring it to life yeah, yeah. you were able to execute the idea so but yeah that was successful and I feel like that was what maybe like four or five years ago like three and a half I would say like three and a half really three and a half, that's four. about right yeah I think three and a half because I remember like just reposting everyone you guys did on high society and I was like this is out of control yeah like, literally like brought life to a yeah. whole different side of sneakers that's definitely when i started like you know i obviously was on instagram too when yeah. i started seeing the misplaced checks i was like this is fucking crazy yeah and then i feel like i started seeing it over here and then over yeah. here you know in like weird ways or whatever 
Um, but yeah, for sure that shoe was everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it helped me move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew that I couldn't keep up up there, and it was um, it was stagnant up there. People didn't understand it. Yeah, they didn't appreciate it. They didn't have the money to for- afford to pay for it, or yeah. if they did, they'd rather buy Gucci. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So it was time to move to LA, and me and my wife moved to LA in the most tiny space ever. It was probably the size of this kitchen area. Damn. It was tiny. Yeah. But it was what I had to do. Yeah. Uh, and it was still, you know, John kept going, misplaced checks. Like, I couldn't keep up. It was literally, my wife was pregnant, spray gluing swooshes, and <laughs> so we could just keep going. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we got to Like, I needed employees. Yeah. She was about to have the baby. She moved back up. She, well, she was up back up in the Bay Area to have the baby because we didn't want to have it him down here and it was like yeah you got you can't do this alone yeah you know i would do a lot of it alone and that shit's crazy yeah um so then it was like yeah i need to hire and i i got into a new space was uh slightly slightly bigger and it was just me um and i was like man i need to figure out how to like yeah get a team or yeah. like you know friends and so then it slowly built a team um of, it was more just some, it was friends that were down to, to just down to help, yeah. yeah. And you know, they believed in the vision. And even during that time, it was like money was coming in, but it was like going right out back. because yeah. it was just so material. Trying to keep up, yeah. just trying to keep up and, you know, paying rent and, you know, just trying to get it to, to, to make money. And then during that time as well, the other orders were coming in you know the basic custom python stuff or yeah. whatever the custom make order stuff yep, yeah one-offs um so it was multiple multiple and then and is there a shoe that you've done so far that's like your favorite or is it like are you all like you treat them like they're all equal because at one point like that was what you wanted me to do most of the shoes i like the store the stories behind them not necessarily the shoe yeah. i hate the shoe yeah it's like Everything is not good enough. It's like not yeah. complete, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's never good enough, like. But it's more about what my favorite story was when I made the shoe. Yeah. What's one that stands out for you? It was the uh, Supra Sky Top 4 back in the day. You know, Sky Supra was, was killing Crushing. It. Yeah, it was, you know, everyone had Supra. And I became friends with Joy Claire. Um, so they sent me a Sky Top 4 early, and I was like, oh, I'm going to customize this, bring, it, bring this down there for their event. Yeah. And I designed, like, two ideas, which that's not normally how I work. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like to build. Yeah. And I had two ideas, prepared a bunch of stuff, and then it was, like, a couple days before the event. Like, fuck, because I'm procrastinating. So... I have these ideas in front of me, like gray leather cut out to do this design, different color to do this design. And I'm sitting there like starting to put together and I don't feel the good energy. I'm just like, this, this yeah, sucks. Just, yeah. just doing it to like, yeah. Yeah, just to get it done. And it's like, I was sitting there like n- the night before the event with my brother. One of my brothers was with me just to kind of help assist and like motivate me, you know? Yeah. And I just saw some Pendleton fabric that I collected, I'd, like a hoarder of materials, mm-hmm. uh, Pendleton fabric, veg tan, and it just clicked. I was like, oh shit. And then I fucking, me and him stayed up all night, no sleep, 
to build this shoe. The next, as soon as the shoe repair shop opened in that morning, we put a boot sole on it. Yeah. Finished super fast. Got on an airplane to LA and brought it and to Chad Muska. He was so he was like, damn, this is dope. You know, they were yeah. like, dope. This yeah. Is. And it was just the story of how it came together because you might have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. But it, if you don't feel right about it, yeah. then you got to change. Yeah. 100%. I like building things organically and just like letting it happen. Yeah, there's some there's magic in just letting like going with the flow creatively and just letting things like happen and not overthinking it. Yeah, that's like <clears throat> with my creative process. If, process if I start to overthink something, that's how I know to step away from it because it will never be what I want it to be if I start to overthink. So you have your son. Yeah. So he was, she was, up in Santa Rosa, gonna have my son. I was down here grinding um, with like a group of three of us, just friends that were like homies staying with me. Like I had like four dudes sleeping in my house. Like we wouldn't sleep, we would, and we're in a, a 900 square foot space, like just trying to crank out shoes. Yeah. And you know, we finished one big order and then I went back up so we can, um, so he was born. Uh, watched his birth and I was there for like three days and then I yeah what did I have to go I had to come back down and like grind out Keep more because I needed to make sure I made money so I could pay rent and hit yeah. deadlines yeah um, but then I started what happened after that and then I just it's just everything started like coming to fruition I was yeah. getting contacted from all around like hey come out to New York to do an event like do this and that and I'm like okay and you know the money was just slowly gradually yeah. getting better yeah, yeah. And making sense and then I was also learning like you need to charge more like or you're not gonna survive yeah yeah sure so now we're here yeah I mean now we're here and nice ass big ass (laughs) (laughs) surrounded by materials and awesome shoes yeah it's it's always cool to see people's reactions to come in here because this isn't the vision this isn't even the final vision Yeah. yeah once I have that final vision I might be satisfied for like a day. Yeah. But then it's like opposite. Yeah. Or do you you suffer from that too? That you'll never be satisfied. It's yeah. just like it's always it's always work in progress. Like always. Yeah. What's wild is I follow you on Instagram, obviously, and I always you know you post, and I'm always like, fuck, this looks crazy. Yeah. They look so much. It better looks better in person. person. It looks insane. like those pink Jordans right there are fucking amazing. Like yeah. Them. Let me see. Yeah, it's a pink new buck. Yeah, like if I got this, I would not be mad at all. <laughs> the best part about it is like putting your foot in there. Cause it's like, for me, it was about not only how it looks on the outside quality, but how it feels on your foot, how for it sure. fits. Yeah. The goal is to have a more premium product than Saint Laurent. Yeah. You know? Uh, how much time does it take to do something like this? A couple days now. It used to take me months. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you get to figure out the process and like practice. Fucking spotless, man. Shoemaking is a lost art, especially in the United States. So even when I started searching, I, I really thought of it as like looking back at it, it's in search of a hidden craft because shoemaking didn't exist in the U.S. Yeah, Italy. I mean, Italy. There are schools and stuff, but I mean, I don't have time to go to fucking yeah school. Yeah. So I was, That's just, fast. Uh, was a lot of, <laughs> or I didn't have the money. So yeah. like, I just want to do, it was a lot of trial and error, messed a lot of things up and sp- spent more than 10,000 hours. And you know, now we're here, but even now it's like, I'm giving it back. Cause now I'm teaching. Yeah. yeah. 
And Full it's like, circle. it took me 15 years to, to get here. I'm giving my knowledge that took me so long that no one gave me. I mean, I had the shoe repair guy that was willing to yeah. teach me some shoe repair stuff, but there was still much more to learn. Yeah, yeah there still I'm is. Sure. Let's let's speak about that. You have like a store. Oh, you have a school that you opened up on Melrose where people can enroll, and then you teach them basically from the ground up. Or yeah. how does that really work? Uh, the the class is on Melrose now. It's a dedicated space just for the the school, mm-hmm. and it's uh, a four day. Well, we did a easy course. It was three day. Yeah. Um, but the we recently did a Jordan one class it was a four day. Mm-hmm. And do they walk away with the shoe? Yeah, people sign up from all over the world to take this class. Like I've had yeah, people sure. from Iceland. I had this kid. I had this <laughs> fifth, pull up. No, this is crazy. Germany, <clears throat> Germany yeah. uh, Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had this kid. He was 15 years old. He came from Iceland. Yeah. He had his whole class sponsored by his city. He's oh, a smart little hustler. Yeah. And that's why everyone hits me up. They're like, oh, that's expensive. I was like, dude, this 15 year old kid. He, he, he was hungry enough. He yeah. had this sweater that had all these different brands. Like, take a photo of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this kid's fire. smart. Whoa, that's yeah. so easy. We have all types of, of, of different people that take this, this class. And yeah, we teach how to take the shoe apart and how to make it properly. And they, at the end of the, the class, they get to put these shoes on their feet and walk out if they want that's to. That's amazing. Sick. I mean, and it, the class keeps getting better and better every time. Yeah. How and many How many deep are you right now? Man, I, I don't have a... If you got to just guess. I think like 10. That's pretty good. Classes or more. How many people will get to come? Um, the first class I ever did was like 9 or 11. Yeah. Students. And then the most recent one was 18. Nice. We want to. We like to cap it. Yeah. Because um, you can only handle. Stuff. Yeah, you want to control it. So yeah, yeah. If there's too many, like, it's not. Efficient. It's not personal. Yeah. yeah it's not personal. It's not personal. It's not efficient. I'm not. Be- I have to stay later or earlier. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. A- and I need to. I need to start living. Yeah. Better. You know. For sure. Taking care of myself, not just other people. So. It's- we did 18, but we got this New York one that we released recently and that one went nuts yeah like new york i checked instagram it's like my number one viewed city yeah oh really yeah damn that's tough what's yours do you know not the way it pops up mine's for sure LA. oh yours might not pop up mine's la and then randomly london yeah and then no new london's york. huge yeah it goes la london new york okay but damn that's sick so is do you want to continue to grow your, your school and your class or Los what's Angeles. like where do you like where do you see yourself in like five years like focusing on the most I guess five years is a little long nowadays but yeah like, I'm doing I'm do, that's the I didn't even mean to build the business it was just like me creating and it happened to to teach and um, I f- fell in love with that being able yeah. to like meet hungry kids because I hated school right if someone tried to teach me something or I never wanted to learn anything because yeah. it wasn't yeah. fun. So I'm able to teach like these these they're not even kids, just all type all ages. Like yeah. I, the most the oldest guy was um seventy three, I think. No way. Yeah. It's tight. <laughs> damn it's crazy. That's, <clears throat> so that's amazing. But they're like hungry to learn and that makes me thrive. Like damn. Yeah. It like, motivates you. Yeah, it motivates me and then it like makes me become better as well. And so building the schools is a whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. Doing the shoe surgeon now is um, the one of ones, but now it's like partnerships with big brands. Like I mean, that's yeah, yeah. so how you do uh, Adidas, right? Yeah, uh, Adidas. I worked with Adidas. Um, 
Nike contacted me a couple day, a few days ago to make a pair of shoes for LeBron James because he's about to hit 30,000 points. Damn. And it was just like, God. I wonder what that's going to look like. I thought it's, man, it barely got out today. What size is he? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's, the, what's the turnaround on that? You, that's probably the quickest turnaround you probably ever had a hit. No, right? I no? Mean, well, I would say that even that, the, um, the one I did, it depends on what it's based on, but the one I did for the Super Sky Top 4, that's because I'm yeah. fascinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, this wasn't the quickest one, but it was definitely, like, you know, they hit us up. It's one of those things that, you know, you've got to get paid, yeah. you know what I mean? So for sure. It takes some time to get paid, and yeah. then you can get going, but it was a few days. The funniest thing about it was... I made a pair of shoes for LeBron before for GQ, and they sent me a picture of those. They're like, yo, we like this. Okay, so they're all gold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well then I'm just gonna make all gold, like exotic materials, yeah, super gold. And do they give you 100% creative control when people like approach you? This one 100% was. The That's LeBron one? Dope. Yeah. That's tight. I think they just wanna get something done. Yeah. Um, but we came up with the idea and then made them and then we were kind of just like, we don't like these. It was wild. Yeah. No, we didn't like them. Yeah. We're like, this isn't wow. Like, I'm not gonna give this to Nike. I mean, LeBron. Yeah. Partly, but yeah. Do you have those? We have those ones here. Can we show? When's this gonna be out? Um, whenever we could, whenever <laughs> we can post it. Well, we gotta post it after NBA All Star or something. Or no, he's about no. to hit the points. No, he right? hit the points, hit the points. yesterday or today. Yeah. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't know. I think they're going to post next week. Hey, Seuss, you know when they're going to post? Uh, we're posting sometime next week. Yeah, we can wait. Yeah, we'll wait. I, I mean, I want to see him. All right. <laughs> Alexis, can you grab the gold shoes? You want to grab them for Yeah. Do you know where they're at? Yeah. That's fine. So you got the class thing going on. Obviously, you're still making a ton of shoes. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that your mind is like, kind of, you know, an idea that's maybe bounced around? You know, like have you ever thought of starting your own shoe company? Yeah, yeah, company, that's, that's you know? what's happening right now. Now the, fo- I mean, that's that's the long, that's the long term. Yeah, and that's going to be the most satisfying and most for full sure. circle. Oh, complete the circle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. damn. So these were the ones that weren't good enough. Like this is real Crocs. They didn't pass that your is test. A fucking sixteen. They didn't pass. This- <laughs> Wait, so is this the the gold crocodile you're talking to me about? Like, no, see that's so the thing. So this is more gold crocodile. No, no, no. So I, I couldn't get the is right gold crocodile in time. Wow. Because I had to order it. So I ordered the the expensive one. But yeah, this is a big fucking foot. I couldn't get it in time. So that's this is like dyed and painted. Um, so Real that, crocodile and shit. Okay. And it's just like it... It didn't pass the test, huh? No, the eye just, test. We, we fully... I mean, I don't know if it was just the, the, the basic soul or something, but like literally the day it was supposed to get to them, we all looked at it and we are like... Fuck. So you pumped out another one? Pumped out another one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one that we're going to all see yeah, that shit before was, this? That shit's crazy. That's dope. You got photos of it? Hey, Seuss, you there? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to see him. I'm not sure, though. Oh, uh, no worries. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see him by the time he's yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, these ones are much better. So, it's shit like that is... That's a big-ass shoe. That's first a big-ass <laughs> Yeah, so it's, first off, it's, it's hard a lot to make of a big shoe look good. Yeah. yeah. And... 
second of all, sometimes an idea needs to be changed. Yeah. For sure. You know, whether it cost, I mean, that cost me a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, shit, man, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us and, you know, share your journey and your stories. Um, we usually like to end our podcast off with just like <clears throat> you giving people a word of advice or, you know, a couple words to inspire someone else that, you know, follows you or that is new to who you are and your journey and your story. Um, yeah, if you could do that. Man, what would I say? I mean, I have the tagline that says never stop creating. Yeah. And creating can mean anything, but if you want something, just go after it. If someone tells you no, yeah, fuck it. Don't listen. Yeah, that's what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> Continue to not take no for an answer. Yeah. It doesn't mean like you can't get it done. Yep. Well, shit, man. Dope. Well, thank you. Uh, we forgot to say it, but thank you to Stillhouse. Yeah. Thank um, you for providing the uh, delicious drinks. Yep. And uh, thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it. You, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Good to meet you. Yeah, appreciate you guys coming. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>